Hey y'all, welcome to Sisters in a Glimpse. Two friends turn sisters, sharing glimpses of God's glory with all kinds of truth, laughter, really everything in between in the midst of this story we get to call life. Hello. Hello, everyone. This is Abby. This is Megan. And welcome to episode 23. I love how you tell us what episode it is every time. I don't know why I do that. I like I it. I think, I don't know. It I just, just reminds me yeah. how many we've gone. I know. It yeah. helps me remember, too. I like it. I'm thankful that I haven't gotten one. In, well, actually, I think a long time ago. I think you did. I did get I one remember. incorrect. But ever since then, I've tried to Nobody be else good. noticed. No, but I did. <laughs> All of our five followers. <laughs> Yeah, our hand. Remember, no, it's it's Ten? six now. Oh, it's six. Yeah, remember we said we've got two mm-hmm. more than mm-hmm. one hand. <clears throat> okay, so Abby's on spring break. I am on spring break. How are you liking that? It was wonderful. Today was great. I yeah. got to just kind of pit. I call it piddling around my apartment. A little piddle. A little piddle. Just kind of <laughs> uh, did some reading. Caught up on um, a Bible study that we're getting started. We've got a new study. Um, with Christine Kane that we're starting, so I did that. Folded some laundry, slept in. Uh-huh. So normally, like Mondays of break, yeah, I'll try and make like the most chill day. Yeah, and um, then I will. Sorry, sorry, there was somebody at yeah, our window. We're just guys. we're just gonna keep recording. I'm sorry, <laughs> sorry y'all had to be there for that, but we're not gonna start over. <laughs> So um, we didn't know what to do. We yeah, froze. we didn't know what to do. He looked at the window, but the door was locked, so we're safe. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, but yeah, Mondays are pretty chill on breaks, and then like tomorrow I have a dentist appointment. The next day I have something else, and so it just kind of gets busier from here. Teachers always try to jam everything in. Yeah, all of our doctor's appointments. Yeah, so we don't have to take off. I know. Yep, and I it's think. at four o'clock. I don't think I realized whenever I scheduled it that it was like I was going to be on break because yeah. my dentist appointment is at four. Like, yeah, so, but that's fine. That's okay. It's fine. I'll have clean teeth. Yeah. I mean, I have clean. No, thank so, you. So, yeah. I haven't been to the dentist in a long time <laughs> since I had a root well, canal. Well, look great. <laughs> you got clean teeth. I didn't, even go, brush every I didn't day. even go back to get the crown put on. <gasps> Megan. It hadn't bothered me, so. Well, okay. I'm, Whatever. I can't afford a crown. <laughs> I. You already have a crown. <laughs> Yeah, look at you. Look at you. Okay, so Abby, what are we talking about tonight? All right. Well, um, this evening we were talking about something that's pretty heavy um, and kind of a, I told Megan, it's kind of an abstract thought. So as I tell you, um, just bear with us as we kind of talk it through, talk it out. Mm -hmm. But um, tonight is called, we kind of titled the conversation of praying for the pigsty. And um, we are going to read um, through in the Gospel of Luke to kind of give you some context. But um, praying for the pigsty in that whenever we have, um, you know, loved ones um, or just, I guess you could even apply it to our world in general. Mm -hmm. um, But specifically with loved ones in mind that have maybe um, kind of gone astray or just on a pathway that is not leading them to the life that the Lord has for them. Um, what do we, what do we pray for in those moments and how can we, um, you know, people talk about praying them home. Um, but sometimes that means that we are praying for them to come to a point where, um, they are, you know, in the middle of the, 
consequences that they have given themselves through their actions. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes that looks like the pigsty mm-hmm. um, and how, you know, normally we think of the pigsty and this is based off the prodigal son um, in the gospel of Luke, but you know, normally we think of a pigsty and it's a place where you don't want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a place of, you know, just badness. And it is the picture of poor choices leading to very real consequences. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, um, the Lord can use the pigsty, and He does use the pigsty um, to be the moment where we look all around us and we have nowhere else to go but to turn mm-hmm. back around to Him. Mm-hmm. And so we're just kind of going to talk through how, um, what that looks like, and how the Lord can, um, you know, provide that moment of repentance mm-hmm. only in the pigsty. Because sometimes it does take mm-hmm. the pigsty. Um, you know, he tries to get us to turn around at other points, mm-hmm. um, and other consequences, but yet sometimes, um, you need, you need the pigsty. You need to get For that rock, us, that rock that. bottom mm-hmm. moment of, mm-hmm. I, Lord, I have, I have nowhere else to go, have nowhere else to turn, but to turn back to you. So mm-hmm. that's it. Okay. So are we going to read yeah. the prodigal son? Yeah. Let's do that. Okay. Okay. You want to read? Um, okay. So we're going to start in Luke 15 in verse 11. And we're not going to read the entire parable, but we are going to read majority of it. Yeah. Okay. So he also said, a man had two sons. The younger of them said to his father, father, give me the share of the estate I have coming to me. So he distributed the assets to them. Not many days later, the young, younger son gathered together all he had and traveled to a distant country where he squandered his estate in foolish living. After he had spent everything, a severe famine struck that country and he had nothing. Then he went to work for one of the citizens of that country who sent him into the fields to feed pigs. He longed to eat his fill from the pods that the pigs were eating, but no one would give him anything. When he came to his senses, he said, How many of my father's hired workers have more than enough food? And here I am dying of hunger. I'll get up, go to my father, and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired workers. So he got up and went to his father. But while the son was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion. He ran through his arms around his neck and kissed him. The son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father told his servants, Quick. Bring out the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Then bring the fattened calf and slaughter it and let's celebrate with a feast because this son of mine was dead and is alive again. Mm -hmm. He was lost and is found. So they began (coughs) to celebrate. That just like, every time I read that parable, it just gives me Mm -hmm. complete chills all over me because... I kind of sit, you know, we're talking about praying for a pigsty of loved ones. Yeah. Well, I was that loved one, yeah. you know, and I was on the other side mm-hmm. of that. I was in a pigsty and my family and people I loved prayed mm-hmm. over me. Mm-hmm. And I don't know necessarily what their prayers were. Yeah. Um, 
but I remember being in the same spot mm -hmm. of a pigsty and having nothing and have squandered everything, yeah. reputation included. And, and it took that for me to turn. Yeah. And once I turned, yeah. I, I not only, you know, do I know what it feels like to be in the pigsty, but I also know what it feels like for your father to run after you right. and to put his arms around you and to embrace you right. and to accept you back as his and, and erase away all of the shame and all of the guilt. And so, you know, being in the pigsty and turning, that's such a beautiful picture mm -hmm. of repentance mm -hmm. and what it takes for that repentance to come. And that's what yeah. the father longs for. And that's what we as believers, when we have loved ones in our lives and people that we know, who are going astray, that's what we're longing for. We're longing right. to see them turn. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, when we say praying for the pigsty, that kind of sounds harsh. Yeah. And so for you, Abby, like I know, you know, you have people that you love um, that you feel like you should be praying this prayer for them. So mm -hmm. what does that look like for you? Yeah. Um, well, just like you said, it does sound, you know, you say, or someone who hears praying for the pigsty, why would you want yeah, to pray for yeah. someone to end up in a pigsty? Um, but yet, you know, whenever whenever you have um, someone who has gone astray, and mm -hmm. we're talking, you know, we all, we're mm -hmm. all sinners, mm -hmm. right? We all fall short mm -hmm. of the glory of God. And so, um, you know, we all make poor choices, but we're talking specifically this evening, um, about those that are they are on a pathway, not just a stepping stone, but like a a pathway of um, destruction where mm -hmm. they have um, just kind of separated themselves from the truth, right. separated themselves from the Lord, um, and you know, and, and someone and some people who um, who have known the love of God, mm -hmm. not necessarily you know, this is in context of someone who has you know, known the Lord, um, and, and people who know God and they've, um, seen him work. And so, mm -hmm. um, just to give you a little bit of context of, of that, but, um, whenever you were praying for, um, this pigsty, obviously the first thing that you're praying for is the Lord to protect mm -hmm. these people mm -hmm. while they're in the pigsty, right? Mm -hmm. Um, you're praying for them to be awoken by something. Mm -hmm. And sometimes whenever, um, we talk about this pathway, it is if there are blinders on, mm -hmm. right? And so something, mm -hmm. and it can't just be a conversation mm -hmm. from a loved one to a loved one or a friend mm -hmm. to a friend um, that's going to wake them up. The Lord is going to have to mm -hmm. do a fresh work. Um, and it is something that they are going to, something that's going to have to rock that person's world mm -hmm. enough in, in, in a pigsty it can rock your world, mm -hmm. right? Um, because in this in this story, it says that, you know, he has, he has squandered um, everything that was given to him away. And so he's just been living it up, right? Mm -hmm. um, not thinking about what's going to come tomorrow, not thinking about what's going to come down the road. Mm -hmm. He's just been living, you know, in the moment. Mm -hmm. um, and then all of a sudden he, he finds himself here in the pigsty. And, um, and so he's on that pathway where he's just consistently making those choices that are leading to his destruction. But in that moment, he doesn't see it. He has no idea, and he does not care. Mm -hmm. He's not looking for guidance. Mm -hmm. He's not looking. He's not turning back, saying, "Dad, do you think that this is yeah. a good decision?" I mean, he is. He is on his own, and he is um, not thinking about how eventually he's going to be held accountable. Mm -hmm. And it's the pigsty that holds him accountable. Mm -hmm. It's the pigsty that provides that wake up call of. 
oh my gosh. What have I done? What in the world have I done? Mm. And how in the world have I ended up here Mm -hmm. of all places? Because I was living the life. Mm -hmm. And then the next moment, here I am. Mm -hmm. And whenever you have those loved ones that are on that pathway um, where they are just living it up and they are not necessarily thinking about what's going to happen a day from now, a week from now, a month from now, whatever it is, it is out of your control mm-hmm. to, again, it can't be your words. It can't be mm-hmm. you speaking to them. You you can have your moment of sharing the truth with them because we are called to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But eventually, the Lord says, hey, you've got to surrender this to me, and you've got to trust me that whenever their consequences do come, because poor choices lead to poor consequences. Mm-hmm. And if it's a significant choice, if it is a pathway of choices, poor choices, then you're going to have a long line of poor consequences and poor consequences can lead you nowhere, Mm -hmm. but the pigsty eventually. Mm -hmm. Now for some people, it may take a week for other people. It may take a year. Um, and, and I feel like the, the longer it takes, the more severe the pigsty is. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and that's a scary thought too. And so that's whenever the prayer becomes, Lord, I don't want them to end up in the pigsty. Of course, I never wanted to end up having to pray this prayer. I can't believe I'm actually having to pray this prayer. Um, but I don't want them to end up in the pigsty. But if it takes a pigsty, please send, please the, pig send the pigsty. Protect them while they're at the pigsty. Mm. Don't harm them. Don't hurt them. Don't let them hurt themselves. Don't um, don't destroy them. Protect them there. Mm-hmm. But lead them to a place where they literally have nowhere else to look, nowhere else to turn, mm-hmm. but to look to you and say, Lord, I have no other resource. I have no other source of income. Mm-hmm. I have nothing. Mm-hmm. And... All I can do is look to you, mm. and that's that's the prayer. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just so powerful to think about, too, like, to pray that prayer, the kind of faith you have to have in the God that we serve, yeah. knowing that he is a good God, yeah. he is a merciful God, right. and like, even though he allows people to fall into these pits and he allows circumstances to come around and consequences to come about, yeah. The whole end goal Mm. for God Mm. is to bring everyone to repentance. Because the Bible clearly says he wants no one to perish, not one. And so, you know, we can have faith in a God that if he allows that to happen in their lives and he allows someone to go into a pit, his goal is to bring them back to him. Right. And he's never stopped pursuing them. No. Right. I mean, Mm. even if they've been, he he is in constant pursuit of our hearts. Mm -hmm. Constant Mm -hmm. pursuit. Even when we're on that path of destruction, mm-hmm. he is walking with us. He in the letting go, mm-hmm. he's pursuing us, right. and that's hard to understand. Like yeah. that when we hear that he lets us go, it's like, oh, what a cruel God! No, no, no. no. Yeah. In the letting go, yeah. he's allowing us to get to this place mm-hmm. where we come back to him yeah. because yeah. that's what his heart longs for, right. and he wants everyone to come to repentance yeah. and faith of him so that everyone can be saved. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when we have, you know, me being on one side of it, I know how it feels to be in the pig side, but also now on the other side, once yeah. I've come home, I. Kn- I now have the other perspective of praying that prayer. And I know, you know, I know what a pigsty can do because I've been there. And so praying that it's not a prayer of you want harm on them and you want something to happen because you want them to face consequences. You want them to be judged. You want them, you know, to get what they get. Because sometimes our hearts can lead there where they're just going to get what they get. 
Mm-hmm. No, this prayer <clears throat> is for people who you love so dearly mm-hmm. and that you want God to bring them back to him yeah. because you love them. Think about how much you love these people yeah. and how much you're praying for them. God loves them way more than you do. Yeah. Yeah. And and so we can trust God yeah. in that prayer knowing that he will protect them. Absolutely. It might not look like protection because our understanding is not his and our ways of thinking are not like his. Right. So it might not look like protection yeah. in the pigsty. Right. Because there is suffering there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but that suffering turns you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it makes you have that repentance yeah. and come begging after the Father. Right. And it also is something, it's not, he's not just using it to redeem that person that's in mm-hmm. the pigsty. He's also, you talked about the faith that mm-hmm. the people that are praying mm-hmm. have. He is yes. using the pigsty to also, he's not just using it in one way, he's using it in multiple ways because he's also building the faith of the mm-hmm. loved one that sees their loved one in the pigsty. Because mm-hmm. how hard is that to see mm-hmm. the loved one being having to face the consequences that they have brought themselves mm. to, it is hard. Mm. Um, and, and you don't want that for them. All you want to do is go and rescue them yourself. He's building your faith and while so, you're praying for the pigsty. Exactly. He is building your faith saying, no, like you, you can go get them and try to bring them home, but that's not going to solve the root. I'm, I'm trying to redeem the root here. And so you, you surrender, you keep praying, mm-hmm. you surrender and you keep letting go so mm-hmm. that I can do a full work. Mm-hmm. Not just a partial work where it looks good on the outside, but yet it's still dirty on the inside. Mm-hmm. You keep surrendering. You just keep trusting me. Mm-hmm. Keep relying on me. Um, because whenever you, I mean, whenever think of a child who's fallen off a bike, right, mm-hmm. who's learned to ride a bike, mm-hmm. they fall off. The parent's immediate reaction is to run and pick them up and console them yeah. and hug on them and love on them. Um, and that's a very simple example. But it's the same way. Whenever you have a loved one that has gone down this path of destruction and you see them experiencing the their poor choices in action and um, the consequences of those poor choices it's hard to just sit back yeah, you and say save them. you want to go after mm-hmm. them and try and rescue them yourselves and the lord says no that's my job i'm i'm here with them i haven't mm-hmm. abandoned them i haven't left them mm-hmm. i haven't left you so you keep trusting me you you devote that to me and let me do let me do the rescuing here in the pigsty because he's the only one who can redeem the pigsty. Ultimately, he is our savior and he's the only one who can do the saving. Absolutely. And we are required as believers Mm -hmm. and followers of Christ to pray, to pray, to pray. Like we underestimate what our prayers can do, Mm -hmm. but the prayers of a righteous man accomplish much. The Bible tells us that. And so when we are walking with the Lord Mm -hmm. and we know that we are in alignment with him and we are praying these prayers for our loved ones. We know our prayers are being heard yep. and whether we see it or not, mm-hmm. our prayers are being answered. Amen. Yeah. And you know, I think you said this before, Abby, and I love how you say it and I'm probably going to butcher it, but like he, he's the beginning and end of mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. He's outside of time mm-hmm. and he sees the end of this. He sees yeah. our prayers being answered while we're praying those prayers yeah. And we just have to keep being faithful and keep being persistent in right. those prayers mm-hmm. that what you do, whatever you have to do, God, and you allow whatever you have to allow to make this person turn and see their ways mm-hmm. and turn back to him. Yep. And we know without a doubt, the Bible tells us he is there with open arms running after them yep. as soon as they make that turn. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Good stuff. I know. I feel like we could talk more about this, could, but I yeah. feel like... That covers a lot of what we want to talk about tonight. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a hard thing. And Mm -hmm. whoever's listening, like if you have people 
that you love mm-hmm. and a that are on their way to a pigsty. Yeah. Like our encouragement to you would be to let go mm-hmm. and to pray for the pigsty. Right. Yeah. As hard as that is, yeah. it will it takes a lot of faith to pray that prayer. Mm-hmm. But to pray that prayer and believe it and know that God is working. Absolutely. And that the pigsty can be what it takes mm-hmm. to turn them around. Yep. And even if even yeah. if you don't see it, yep. God's still building your faith. Yep. And you can live your life knowing that you prayed every prayer you could mm-hmm. to help the person that you love. Yep. And that's all Jesus calls us to do. Yeah. yeah. And he's working yeah. in the waiting. Yep. Working in the waiting. Yep. Absolutely. Amen. Amen. Okay. So, okay. Abby, it's your turn. It's you have my a favorite, favorite tonight. I do. And I looked. It's a song. And I looked at the name of it, but I've already forgotten what it was. So, <laughs> if you hear, if you, I'm going to try and be real soft real quick. It was Worthy of My Song worthy of it all by maverick city and phil wickham and chandler moore and anything by maverick city anything by phil wickham is so good um but this song in particular i've been listening to it on repeat since friday um and it's kind of a remix retake on um i think that worthy of it all came out maybe in the 90s i could be wrong but it's been around for Uh a long time um and so it's very very good well i'm gonna be listening on my way home okay good Good, good, good. All right, guys. Well, we love y'all. Thanks for listening. Thank y'all. And we'll look forward to talking to y'all next week for episode 24. Bye.